At TQ, we aim to inspire trust through providing individuals with the tools needed to test and prove who they are in real time. In today's episode, Daniel Ruse, Director of Smart Cities and Mobility at Angopa, talks about the importance of belonging to a smart community over a smart city. I'm Daniel Ruiz. I'm the Director of Smart Cities and Mobility uh, at Angoka, uh, which is a cybersecurity startup. I've been in innovation, transport, mobility and engineering all my life, which seems a long, long time. Mm -hmm. But uh, some of the interesting points um, along that route uh, have included being head of real-time operations for Transport for London. So I was responsible for all traffic controlled across London uh, and maintenance of all the traffic lights, 6,000 sets of them across London, very sexy. Um, And that was a while back, but I've also uh, done things like I set up an innovation centre for the UK called the Transport Systems Catapult, which is one of the innovation centres for so-called intelligent mobility. Mm -hmm. Um, I more recently was chief executive of a company called Zenzik, which I launched and ran for four years which is an organisation that sits between industry or the private sector and the public sector to coordinate all the work that's being done in testing and development of, of again, so-called connected and automated vehicles uh, and mobility in general, because vehicles are just one part of that equation. So where I am with Angoka now is in cybersecurity, which uh, it sounds like it's, it, that's very specific, um, but it's, it underpins everything that's going on in mobility and in smart cities and indeed anywhere where there are um, Internet of Things enabled devices. So thing machines that talk to machines and um, help make our lives better uh, socially and thereby also benefit the economy. What first got you interested in smart cities specifically? Uh, well, I suppose I fell into transport because having been in engineering consultancy, uh, designing cars, trains, planes, um, I I decided to set up on my own. And, and initially I was doing some work in procurement and I just happened to then end up helping Transport for London procure some quite innovative contracts for maintaining their traffic systems. So these are tens of millions of pounds per year spent on making sure that that London flows. And so I got into that by accident, but then realized that the the social impact of transport and the benefits that mobility brings are so important to all of us uh, that that genuinely underpin everything that goes on in society and everything that goes on in the world, uh, that it, it, um, it, it kind of played to my desire to do something worthwhile. And that then expanded from doing it in London uh, and trying to make sure that good contracts were let so that the, 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 the systems were working as well as possible through to seeing, well, how can we take it forward? What's the future of mobility? Mm-hmm. So if someone asks you what a smart city was, how would you describe it to someone? A smart city is an environment in which the people um, benefit the people and the society within that uh, environment, that place, um, benefit from the advances of technology, from the flow of data and the way that data is then turned into information and then into intelligence and then in, into insights and decisions. Um, and 
all those things then mean that within that smart environment, you actually have a, a, an enhanced community. Uh, because f for me, ultimately, it's all about trying to create more community. We had a discussion recently uh, about what place means. And I'm and, and thinking about it, and I realised that place doesn't really mean anything mm -hmm. um, because everywhere is a place. But a place that is uh, valuable, uh, a place that one would want to be in, is a place where there is community. And that community comes from um, a, a number of things, but that many of them begin with C, actually. Cult culture is one of them. And communication is another one. And, and you can't have communication. Communication is the person to person, but it's also the machine to machine. And it's that whole flow of, of, uh, of communication, data, insights, information, knowledge, chit chat that uh, goes between people, machines and back to people and, and just oils the wheels. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's specific things that make a smart city smart? <laughs> the right kind of leadership um, with a vision that enables the, 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 the hundreds, thousands, millions of people and devices to work, to in, not work, work's a word, to interact in as constructive a way as possible. Uh, so number one, I would say, is, is that vision, that leadership uh, that can enable those things to happen in a in an aligned manner. So everything and everyone sort of traveling in the same sort of direction and then being able to play their own parts, playing to their individual strengths uh, and, um, and satisfying their individual needs. So it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you're trying to get the collective to, to travel together so that every individual is, is enriched. Mm -hmm. Why would you say you think smart cities are important? Uh, I could say why is progress important? The, the fundamental progress uh, of a city and of the community. The community. And, and I, actually, I, I don't like the smart city phrase I, because I think it forgets the fact that we need smart rural areas. We, we need smart. We need smart communities. Yeah. And so let's talk about smart communities, whether they are villages, towns, cities, countries, the world. So smart, why do I think um, we need to? In, I think what you're asking is why should we invest in smart communities? Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason for investing is because investment makes stuff happen that wouldn't necessarily happen as rapidly or as effectively as it could. That, that comes back to the point about having a common direction, a degree of alignment, so that we are playing to each other's strengths and not in, introducing risks into each other's uh, areas of activity. Um, but then again, so it's investment, not just of money, it's also investment of time, mental energy, thinking, planning, mm -hmm. and starting with the vision and the strategy. So a genuinely smart community has a clear vision, a strategy that comes after that, uh, and this is really all very trite, um, and, and then everyone can start to build their plans, um, whether they are kind of your or my kind of, uh, I've got up this morning, what am I going to do type plans, through to the grand plans of the, the master planners. Mm -hmm. what, what would you say the main benefits of being in a smart community are? Benefiting from everything else, else that's going on around you. It, it should be the case that living in a smart community is significantly more pleasant 
yeah. uh, rewarding, more purposeful than living in a non-smart community. Mm -hmm. uh, th those so there should be substantially increased well-being. I, I should feel that my I have more purpose and that my purpose can be fulfilled. So I'm purposeful. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not battling against life. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's a spectrum, isn't it? So we're lucky in the UK that, that hardly anywhere, there, I mean, there are places, but, but very few where people are battling to survive. Mm -hmm. um, most of us have it pretty good. It's a fairly smart country. Yeah. But it can always be smarter. Uh, and those frustrations which are um, imposed on us because of our inefficiencies uh, can be removed. And that's what smart is. So smart doesn't always mean investment in technology. It mm -hmm. could be instilling some form of culture change. Um, in reality, it's a uh, it's a hybrid of everything. It's it's technology plus plus people power uh, coming together mm -hmm. to to make the, the the best mix. Are there any um, first steps someone can take if they want to become smarter today? Yeah, I mean there are there are, there are things that we can acquire or things that we can do. Uh, getting a smart meter to um, to, to help manage your uh, domestic energy usage uh, is obviously smart. Doing things like something that doesn't cost you anything, but it also has an environmental impact like that. Gamifying your driving, driving to see if you can maximise your fuel consum consumption and, and praising yourself if you do, uh, especially when you realise that actually you arrive at exactly the same time as if you burned rubber yeah. uh, around the corners. <laughs> Yeah, um, and, and I found that actually when I was running uh, at a company called Dinic, um, 500 people, most of whom were uh, electricians working on on-street uh, traffic infrastructure, we put in a fleet management system. Uh, and as I was a managing director, so I said I, I needed to have one in my car as well. Uh, the first week I drove with this management system in, I came bottom of, the, sorry, I didn't. I came second bottom on the leaderboard for uh, the quality, performance and efficiency of my driving. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I had a I had an Audi A6 with a big motor and and the the, the, the electricians had vans and things which probably made it um, harder for them to drive as badly as I did. So but within a couple of weeks, that, that kind of in, in, introduction of kind of gamifying uh, meant that I was second from the top. Um, and I and in so doing, I discovered that my fuel consumption dropped by 20 percent um, and my journey time didn't change. And it just shows that you can accelerate and decelerate a lot on the motorway and on, on the A roads uh, yeah. and speed around corners in, in the countryside. And it doesn't get you anywhere any faster. So that kind of thing is smart, I think. Um, other things, though, uh, which you have to start to think about uh, and as we're sitting here in our computers um in fact something just flashed up was the norton antivirus kind of reminder that, that something needs to be done uh and in my current job with angoka cyber security is 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 critical um and in fact i i i, I um took the job with angoka because one of the things we did at zenzik um was to produce a roadmap to 2030 for connected and automated mobility 
Uh, and there were a number of critical path items that came through there. One was that the, the, there has to be significant investment in telecommunications, and that helps with the smart community generally. Mm -hmm. um, but data is at the heart of everything we're doing and everything smart. Um, so you need to be able to let it flow. Telecommunications, therefore. A, the second one was cybersecurity, because if data is flowing and it's becoming more and more important, and you've got something like three trillion Internet of Things devices uh, likely to be in use by 2025, that means that there are, to use the vernacular, in, an exponentially increasing number of attack vectors. So you have to deal with cybersecurity if those three trillion devices are going to be able to be used. If they can't, if they aren't, then they can't. And that's, that's reinforced by critical path item number three on the Zenzik roadmap, which is public acceptance. Basically, of course, the public will not accept new te technologies, so-called smart technologies, if actually they are laden with risk, risk of attack, whether it's by mistake or down to malice. So uh, a, a hacker uh, that is, is doing it for, for malicious reasons at, at the wrong end, at the bad end of the spectrum, or just someone who's, who's done it, made an error uh, and let something uh, let, let, let kind of release some of their data. Yeah. Um, so that was public acceptance. And, and of course, there's a, spect a spectrum there as well. So public acceptance comes after public awareness and before public adoption. So you've got awareness, acceptance, adoption. Um, and so, so again, if we're going to deploy, uh, if we're going to reap the rewards, the benefits of uh, smart communities and, and the technologies and behavioural changes that, that kind of go with all that or underpin it, then we have to go through that, that journey from awareness to acceptance to adoption. And that is assisted by um, the, the uh, early adopters like me, Mm -hmm. but it's also assisted by um, efforts that go into things like um, cybersecurity. Okay, so do you think the notion of smart cities is currently moving in a good direction? Do you think, say, in 50 years, there'll be more? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, 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 this it's part of the natural evolution of society. I, I, we're, I mean, I, I, mean I, said, I said natural evolution. Of course, it's not totally natural because where we invest, where we uh, push... Uh, then that is not nature, although it is human nature. Uh, so it, it's, it's, it, I think that the work that's been done at the moment, despite the disruptions of the pandemic, in the UK, Brexit disruption, and, and various other global issues, a lot of attention has been paid to uh, moving this whole thing forward. Uh, and of course, that's driven by... Uh, we used to say there were kind of three burning platforms that the government was having to deal with. <laughs> it's Brexit, the, the, the pandemic, and climate change. Uh, and climate change is the is the, the one I want to focus on now because because that is driving almost everything. Um, in terms of the smart city, the city has to become more efficient. Efficiency is not just about fuel efficiency and emissions. If you just look at it in that one-dimensional way. You, will, you won't actually solve your climate change problem and you won't address any of the other problems that, or, or opportunities that you've got uh, faced with as well. So the smart community, the smart city, the smart environment, uh, it is a, um, a kind of amalgam of, of all the things you need to be doing. And obviously my speciality now is cyber. That sits within a, 
a, a doll if it, of the Russian, if you've got a nest of Russian dolls, then the little one in the middle is cyber. Outside that you've got transport, Out that, outside that you've got mobility, outside that you've got place or the community or the city and so on. Uh, so, so they're all um, part of the same thing. So two, I think two questions ago was, is it going to be different, better in 2050? Yeah. I think yes. Um, I'm an optimist because I'm an engineer and I think if you know what the problems are, you can solve them. I think that unless something goes horribly wrong politically around the world, um, th then, then generally speaking, mankind as a survivor uh, will not destroy itself and will therefore go the other way because things either get worse or they get better. They don't stay the same. Mm -hmm. TQ is a community of trusted experts who continuously test their skills and knowledge. The MyTQ app allows you to build your portable, irrefutable, professional reputation. MyTQ users can assess their skills against the ever-growing traceable knowledge to reach expert level. You can contribute as a co-creator on the MyTQ app and help others grow their skills and knowledge. Find out more on tq.com.